Are you a private practice owner looking to get new patient leads on autopilot, freeing up your time to do the things in life you really want to do? I'm Christine Walker, and on this podcast, I share how I've grown my own practice and hundreds of others by generating patients on demand, getting business owners out of the treatment room, taking better care of themselves, and spending more time with their families. If you'd like to chat about how we can get you new patients on autopilot from your website, then visit freewebsitecall.com. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. What's up, everyone? Christine Walker here popping in for this cool episode that I have for you today. This is more of an interview, not like many episodes I do, but maybe I should do more of them. We'll see in the future. If you like them, you'll have to let me know. But this is an awesome opportunity for those of you who are business owners right now who are building with their websites, building with their online lead generation, and finding it's time to hire and take things to the next level. Well, I have a fantastic way for you to know what to look for in a marketing assistant. Let me tell you, I am in a hiring phase right now as well. And one of the biggest things that I look for and do when hiring is to actually go find other people who are successfully doing this job and talking to them and figure out who they are as a person. What do they sound like? What do they talk like? What is their background? What attracted them to the job? And learning this has made it so much more easier in my hiring process. And so today, what I'm going to bring you is an interview with one of our clients, marketing assistants. It was actually off the cuff. It was um, during one of our coaching sessions and it just sort of came up and I wanted to provide you guys with a glimpse into exactly what his background is so that you can be looking for somebody who can make the same waves in your business when it comes to marketing and moving your business forward. So this marketing assistant comes on all of our coaching calls every week because he's responsible for, you know, overseeing all of the activity, the marketing message and coming up with new ideas. And so he comes onto our coaching calls that our clients get each week in order to get those new ideas, bring them back to his company. And we got talking about his background. I think you're going to love it. As you'll hear me say at the beginning, if you want to hire a duck, you need to find out what a duck looks like, what they talk like, and what they walk like. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> this interview that you're going to hear with Ryan is, he's so much more than a duck. Oh my gosh. He's like a golden duck. And I think you'll be shocked at what you learn. So listen to him, listen to his background, take some notes and figure out if this is a position that you're either hiring for or potentially trying to figure out if your marketing assistant's doing the task you really need them to do. This interview is going to help you a lot. Now, coming down to it, in the end, the marketing assistant's role, part of it is to oversee outside vendors. So in this case, we are the outside vendor that he's talking to. And his role is to oversee us. But the cool thing is, in the way we coach and the way we do things as an outside vendor, we actually come to you with so many ideas. So we like to think of working with your marketing assistant as a two-way street. So of course, you're supposed to make sure we're doing what we're doing, of course, but we're also over there double-checking how things are going on your website, spitting out the new ideas that we're seeing that are working on online marketing. So you can take them back to the clinic and establish more, um, gosh, just a stronger message, stronger reach, and to let more people know about how awesome you guys are. So let me not go on any longer. Let's get to the episode. I hope you enjoy. And if you are feeling like your marketing assistant needs to be on our calls and you're a client, 
make sure you forward them and tell them about our calls each week. We send you an email to alerting you to our calls each week. So tell your marketing assistant it's cool for them to come on. And if you are truly looking for some partner that is going to help you with your online marketing, online lead generation, and really get you more patients on demand, but you want that reciprocation, you want somebody else to pour into you like we do our clients, then just reach out to me. Go to ptwebsitesecrets.com forward slash strategy. We'd be happy to book a call and talk to you guys about how we can help you move forward. And so with that said, let's get on to the episode. How long have you been on the job, Brian? Uh, today is December the 1st, so 60 days. There we go. 60 days. So for anybody also listening on the replay, I, there's probably a few of you going, how do I get myself a Ryan? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to jack for the record. I am not calling <laughs> him out to anybody else, but I'm, I'm going to bring up something here. Just, you know, just cause we're kind of talking and going through this is, is, um, there's so many ways to think about this, but the biggest thing I can say is, is how to, how to, how do you get yourself a Ryan is, is listen, listen to everything Ryan has said right now. What, what does, what has he pointed out about himself that is super helpful, which is that like, he's the one that takes, he's, he's like, I can fluff it up and make it nice. And what did he say? I know we're in the relationship business. This is your marketing assistant, by the way. Is that your official title? What's your official title? I'm sorry. Marketing assistant. Yeah. So this is the marketing assistant, by the way, who understands the people at that depth of level, right? He's been in the business 60 days. Look how much he already knew about his owner. Right. So this, so like if people are like, how do I find myself, you know, Orion, you're looking at all of these characteristics when it comes down to like, does this person emulate that? Do, do they have that same people awareness? Do they have that same, you know, ability to turn things into that, as you called it, fluff? Like, <laughs> you know, he, under, he understands his front, his front desk staff to the point where he knows we need these marketing automations to help her succeed too. Like he's not just looking after his own position. These are all characteristics, like when you're looking at it. And this is one of the biggest things I think I've learned in the last month or so is looking at other people doing their jobs successfully to see what characteristics those people, you know, have, like, does it walk like a duck? Does it talk like a duck? Does it look like a duck? If you need a duck, if you need a chicken, better look like a chicken, talk like a chicken and walk like a chicken, right? <laughs> you know, and it's understanding those key differences. So Ryan, just humor us real quick, since Tess doesn't have a question either. Humor us, what was your background before working with Jack? Um, I mean, before working with Jack, I was, um, I'd done a lot of customer service stuff. I had been in the restaurant business, uh, for like 10 years. Um, and I was like a restaurant manager. So I was kind of in both realms of like making and preparing food and running staff, but also like on the business side of that. Um, and then I went into sales. So I was doing insurance and uh, I was working for Aflac and, a a smaller company called Kemper and I was selling like life insurance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, what those experiences taught me is that like, I really like business and the business aspect of things. Um, but it also taught me, I don't really care that much for like sales, like direct sales, you know, sure. but I like the psychological aspects of sales. And so 
that's kind of what Jack was offering me whenever I came in is like, you need to understand sales because you need to understand the psychology of like why somebody would buy something from us. Um, but then he also like, you know, liked my business acumen in this in the sense that like, what it really boils down to for me is like, I love what I'm doing here. I love my job here and I want to keep my job here. It's a small clinic, so we have to grow. And so for me, it's about understanding a little bit of the business, understanding what we're doing and that um, understanding my own strengths and weaknesses. So like talking directly with somebody one-on-one, I'm probably not going to be the strongest like customer retention or acquisition tool. But if I can make everybody else in the clinic that's really good at that, if I can make it so that that's what they can focus on, then we're going to continue to grow and I can continue to keep my job. So that's kind of how it all plays in. It's like, I like what I'm doing and I want to do it forever. So how do I make it so that other people can, you know, help me keep my job? Because we are a team and it all has to come together at some point. Absolutely. So um, what was your marketing experience prior? Prior to that, I was just, um, I was writing a lot of like blogs and stuff, do like content meals and stuff online. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I really enjoyed that. And then trying to get better at that and researching that, that's where I learned, you know, I guess about like marketing in a more broad sense, especially like digital marketing. Um, And so I had done like some uh, certifications and courses and stuff on digital marketing and uh, just kind of like learned to implement that into my blog writing. And so that's basically what I was doing a pretty good job of like every blog post that I was writing for the content mill was getting sold. I was at like an 83% uh, sale rate, you know? So almost everything I was writing, people were picking up and buying. They were, as a company, they were looking at going, yeah, this is what we were looking for. And so that's kind of how I positioned myself to Jack is like, I understand marketing well enough. I understand writing well enough. Like this is what I can do just like as a no name person in a content mill give me the opportunity to do my own thing here. And I think I can shine. And so far, I think he's been pretty happy. So yeah, for everybody listening on replay, if you are looking for somebody like Ryan, he just gave you a wealth, wealth of gold on like what you're looking for, which is, um, which is fantastic. I mean, there's so much there. I could like break it down. I'll spare, I'll spare us the time since I know we're, uh, (laughs) We're heading towards the end. There's so much I can break down there, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's recognizing well, that also. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I can tell you, I can tell you like the way that Jack explained once he hired me, you know, uh, what, what it came down to was like, he understood my interest and, you know, basically through the interview process, what he figured out is like, what is my interest? And he hired me based on personality. Yep. And so he looked at his team, his business, what does he want somebody to be like that's in the business and what is a puzzle piece that fits into this team? And so he hired me based on that and that my interest and what I was already doing was skills that I could learn to grow. So like he didn't hire me because I'm like an advanced, super smart marketer. He hired me because I have a lot of interest in that. So he knew I would continue to learn and grow and develop those skills, but he hired on personality because he knew I would fit in with this team. And And we do, like I said, like I'm a more quiet behind the scenes kind of guy, whereas, you know, especially Carly, like she's out front, she's ready to engage and talk with people. And Jack, he kind of like bounces between the two. And so it just kind of works for all of us, because if I can get you to come in the door and talk to Carly, then you're definitely going to work with Jack, you know? Yep, exactly. 
exactly. And um, yeah, your extra background there in, uh, in, in management is obvious as you speak through. I knew there was something. I was like, I was like, that's what I had to ask. I was like, what's your background? Cause I'm like, I'm listening and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, he's, he's, he, he understands management. So when you said that, I was like, bingo, there it is. There it is. Like, I was like, it's gotta be in there somewhere. He's had some form. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you. I'm glad it shows. Oh no, it, it does. Like in the way you talk about things. Yeah. Yeah. In the way you understand like other people's roles and how, what your role fits in to like make their succeed. It, absolutely. I mean, you can see that clearly your management, your management experience there. So um, that's really cool. That's really cool. So 60 days in, we'll end with this last question, just because this is where a lot of people get it wrong. And I think you've already shared a wealth of information. I hope this will help them too, which is um, how did he onboard you that it's 60 days, you understand the business this well? Um, I mean, for one thing, like, he kind of like, you know, like I said, I already had an interest. I already had done my research and kind of certified myself. So like, as far as onboarding, there was never too much of a focus on what I'm doing as a marketing assistant, assistant necessarily. It was about understanding the business and the roles. And so like a lot of my first like two weeks, I was basically just shadowing Carly at the front desk, like learning how we talk to people. How do we do callbacks? You know, how do we engage with people? And I think that gave me a lot of fundamental understanding of like what her role is in the business and then spending time with Jack and kind of talking to him about what he does and what the physical therapist goes through. And, and so it like kind of gave me this window into like, how does our business as a whole operate and what are these different roles? And uh, you know, once I understood those things, then I, basically the last month has been me like really getting up to speed on marketing stuff, but that was, almost an afterthought because he already knew that I like know this stuff, you know? So um, I think that was the best onboarding experience I've had is just like learn what these other roles are and what they do, because you already know what you need to do. So once we get you past the basic stuff, then you can kind of take over on your own. Correct. Correct. That's actually, absolutely. We talked about, I talked about it with a group of people and we called it the uh, DNA download. <laughs> that the first month of onboarding, no matter what position is the DNA download, which is mm -hmm. what is this business? Who are these people? Who are our clients? What is everybody's role? What are we striving for as a company? What is your role striving for individually? It's the DNA download. And if you don't yeah. have that, like, it, it, and I think a lot of people, they come in and, and, and a lot of business owners skip that step. They skip the DNA download thinking, um, you know, it might, uh, it, uh, you know, oh, it's just easy to tell them once. It's like, they'll get it. It's like, no, it's just like our patients. <laughs> they need to be reminded every visit while they're coming in for the next one, for goodness sakes. Even if they've already paid for it, they still need to be reminded. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's one of those things like whenever I first came on board and I was thinking about like, what is our perfect patient? You know, Jack would tell me like, oh, it's this person that's 40 years old or older and this and that and the other and I'm like okay well that doesn't mean a lot to me and then spending like almost my first month I was just in there with uh the front desk so we run like 30 to 60 um visits uh, a week you know and so sitting there with her and meeting every single person that came in the door like by the end of that second or third week I was like I don't need to know what Jack told me about our person our perfect patient because I know them 
you know, and now it's just like this eternal thing where John is 67 years old and he was playing basketball at the YMCA and he uh, hurt his knee and he needs help with it and he wants to get back to playing basketball. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's help this guy get back to playing basketball. There you go. There you go. Nailed it. Nailed it. Any last words? I've turned this into an interview of you, but any last (laughs) words of wisdom you want to impart on any other business owners looking, uh, you know, looking for somebody to fill a similar role? Um, I mean, I think it goes back to how Jack hired me. You know, they, you've always heard if you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. And um, I think that's more true than ever. There's more opportunity than ever out there. So when you're hiring somebody, pay attention to like their interests, not just like what they want to do for you, but like, what do they like to do outside of work? Because, um, you know, if it's somebody that, you know, they love to like me, you know, I love to do research. I love to learn. I love to grow. Um, you know, I had already done a lot of like background work on marketing and what that means and what that is. And so like, I never, I never feel like I, my wife gets mad at me because I'll leave early from the house, you know, cause I'm like, I can get to work like 30 minutes earlier, you know, cause I'm just ready to come in all the time and like do something different, you know? And so I think that's really like, you can always like change kind of like what you're doing in your business and stuff to match the demands of the people that are working there. Um, you know, and so I think because Jack hired me for something that I already had an interest in and something that I love, we've been able to adjust our different roles in a way that makes that work for the whole team. And ultimately, if you're going to build and grow a business, it's a team effort. It, there's almost no businesses that run on the back of just one person. So. Absolutely. Fantastic. I love it. Good closing <laughs> thoughts from Ryan. Look at that. Well, thank you for letting me turn that into an interview for people. I really do know that is going to help some folks because uh, they are hiring. We definitely have a few people who are hiring and looking for similar roles in the marketing assistant or will be in the next six months. And I think this will help them a lot because once I said earlier, you've, you know, same thing. Actually, you said it. You said, well, Jack told me what our perfect patient is. It's like being told, hey, I need to hire this position. Okay. But what does that actually mean? Well, you know what's the best way to find out? Go talk to some. Not necessarily go talk to other business owners, but like, you know, usually our first hire is a PT, right? We're like, we know what we're looking for there because we are one. But then you go looking for that front desk or for that marketing assistant. And you've actually never talked to one in your life. Other than maybe, you know, if you really get reflective, you're like, well, I guess I've interacted with a few, but that didn't mean they were actually any good. You know, like I've interacted with the front desk person at the office, at the medical office, but how awesome was that usually? Not, right? And if you don't know, or you don't go talk and listen to people who are doing their job well and what you need to hire, how are you going to identify one yourself when you go to hire? You won't, you'll get it wrong. You'll get it wrong. Um, the best thing you can do if you're going to go hire is, and, and this is a great network of, of, of people here. Like we've got 65 clients. There's plenty of people to talk to here. It's like, Hey, who else has one of these? Can I talk to them and find out about them? You know, can I talk to them? Can I find out about them? Figure out their backgrounds, figure out why they love what they do, figure out why they chose to come work for you. Basically all the questions I just asked Ryan. <laughs> right. Now you should be a little more confident that like when somebody like Ryan sits in front of you, you'd be like, oh, I see it. 
versus when someone sits in front of you and is not at all, you're like, wait a second, something's not right here. So that was, that was awesome. Thank you for participating. I appreciate it. No problem. It was a blast. Awesome. Are you a private practice owner looking to get new patient leads on autopilot, freeing up your time to do the things in life you really want to do? I'm Christine Walker, and on this podcast, I share how I've grown my own practice and hundreds of others by generating patients on demand, getting business owners out of the treatment room, taking better care of themselves, and spending more time with their families. If you'd like to chat about how we can get you new patients on autopilot from your website, then visit freewebsitecall.com. But for now, let's dive into today's episode.